One of the really hot topics in biomanufacturing today is continuous or next-generation bioprocessing. Equipment vendors are excited by this novel approach, and even biopharmaceutical companies are showing increased interest. I'll be speaking to Mary Lee Whitney, Director of Marketing, Next Generation Processing at Millipor Sigma, about the company's plans for and activities in continuous bioprocessing. Mary Lee, thank you for joining us today. What do you see as the main drivers behind the growing interest in next generation processing? Thank you for having me, John. I, I'm very excited to be here and have uh, be able to have this discussion with you. Um, it's certainly a very exciting topic uh, within the industry, and I think we're seeing several key drivers for our customers in terms of um, motivation behind next generation processing technologies. You know, we're seeing that our customers want to reduce their cost of goods in a way that is a, a much bigger change than just looking at cost reductions from the consumables that they get. So they really need to make a, a concerted step change in terms of how their, their manufacturing costs are structured. Additionally, we're seeing a need for increased flexibility in terms of their plant utilization, um, how they can utilize the facility fit, and also potentially looking at single use and the, and the, the flexibility that that brings to them. Speed is another key dynamic in terms of how can they shorten their processing time, how can they get to market quicker. And then the final factor, I would say, is really looking at wanting to decrease their risk in terms of how they run their process, the quality of the product they're producing, and also being able to delay capacity expansions um, through the use of single-use facilities and technologies. So those are really the four key factors we're seeing driving customers in this direction. Okay, so let's take a close look at Millipore Sigma. What's motivated the company to enter this space? Well, clearly Millipore Sigma is very embedded within the the biotech industry, specifically with monoclonal antibodies and other application areas, but we really want to help our customers achieve their goals. And, you know, this is, I think, one of the, the key elements of who Millipore Sigma is in terms of wanting to partner with customers, wanting to advance the industry, and um, help them solve their problems. That's a, that's a key motivator for us. We're, we are problem solvers at the end of the day, and so we want to help our customers work through these challenges that they're having. And specifically, how are you entering this area of biomanufacturing? So we're actually making quite a significant investment, John, in the areas of our next generation processing technologies in terms of dedicated teams, dedicated R&D efforts, product development efforts, but also taking a look at the areas outside of just straight product development because this is a new area for our customers and these are new technologies and a new way of processing for the industry. We recognize that it's going to have to go much farther than just providing the right products. Um, It's also going to be developing the right technical and regulatory expertise that our customers are going to need, again, so that we can partner with them to help in the implementation and solving the challenges that they're facing. How about these specific critical technologies to enable next-generation processing? What might some of those be? Well, we've clearly seen a big drive towards perfusion uh, in the upstream space, whether it's developing cell culture medias for um, specific to perfusion applications, uh, as well as looking at how operation in perfusion mode can help customers with their seed train 
operation, shortening that time, um, increasing the cell densities and therefore the titers um, is really helping them to gain some, some efficiencies in that space. We're also seeing a lot of focus in the industry around continuous uh, chromatography and the efficiencies that can be gained there. So those are definitely critical. But then there's ancillary applications as well. Um, when you look at perfusion operation, when you look at um, continuous chromatography and the buffer and media demands that are made at these process steps, there are things like inline dilution and buffer on demand and media on demand systems that are those ancillary applications that will also be extremely critical. The final piece I would say is really around flow through polishing. So flow through cation and anion exchange, flow through aggregate removal, and how do you do that in a way that is single use? Again, to help customers with their flexibility and decrease their overall cost of goods. Well, as we all know, this is a traditionally very conservative industry due to the highly regulated nature. What are some of the significant regulatory considerations when implementing these types of new technologies? That's a great question, and I think that's one that the industry is still working on. But I think there is definitely an interest in understanding how we will define a batch in future processing techniques and future templates that are being developed today that go to continuous processing. And I think that the other key area where we really need to look as an industry overall is around the sensors and analytics that are going to be associated with these technologies. We've got a very well-established monitoring, sampling template that exists today for batch processing, but when you start to intensify and connect individual unit operations and think about the concept of a fully connected, fully continuous process, one can imagine that there will be a shift in terms of how we define the requirements for what needs to be monitored and measured and sampled, when that needs to happen, and where in the process. So I think that the regulatory and the process monitoring analytics are going to be extremely critical moving forward. So that's looking at things from the regulatory perspective. How about some some key points for the industry to focus on when actually implementing these technologies in in daily activities and daily processing uh, operations? Well, I think it's really important to understand what are the goals of why you're implementing these technologies and what you're really trying to achieve in their implementation. Are you trying to reduce your cost of goods? Uh, Are you trying to... Um, intensify an upstream process and you now have a higher titer and you've all of a sudden created downstream bottlenecks. And are you going to be implementing some of these technologies to help with that and improve facility fit? So I, I think really the goals and objectives of why you want to implement these technologies are going to be critical for customers to answer. Is Millipore Sigma collaborating with customers to help them develop these other technologies? Absolutely, and I would say that the the only way the industry as a whole will be successful is by having those strong collaborations between customers and partner suppliers in developing these technologies. I don't think either one of us can do this in a vacuum or do it alone, and so we've very much taken the approach that collaborations with customers are extremely critical. We're working on one right now around continuous chromatography, uh, continuous capture, and we're also looking to partner in other areas where perfusion cell culture media is concerned, um, cell retention devices for perfusion operation, um, perfusion bioreactors. 
So a multitude of areas along the process where we're we're looking to partner and collaborate and help bring these technologies uh, to reality. So you've already already been collaborating with some of these companies. So what have you seen in terms of next generation technologies actually helping customers today in the here and now? It's really fascinating, actually. Um, there is there's one example that we have where we were able to work very closely with a with a customer where they were increasing their cell density and therefore their titer through an upstream perfusion-based process, and they ended up creating downstream bottlenecks, and it was really challenging for them to implement into an existing facility because their capacity uh, would essentially be maxed out at close to 95% capacity utilization. By the implementation of some of these downstream technologies, such as single-pass TFS, we were able to come in, work with them to develop and optimize the implementation of that technology in particular, and were therefore able to reduce their capacity utilization to a more acceptable level and also reduce their cost of goods significantly. So, you know, just two simple techniques in terms of technologies that were that were implemented in this process, and we were able to have a major impact for our customer. Let's explore that a little further. How critical a role will single-use technology play in next-generation processing? I think, again, it goes back to what a specific customer's goals and objectives are. Um, For somebody who has an existing stainless steel facility and they're looking at some facility fit issues, um, that may not be a good fit for them, but there are things like inline dilution, inline buffer on demand that clearly could be very easy, easily implemented in single use and would give them a great deal of flexibility for multi-product facilities. I also see that as customers are looking at new facilities, I think single use can play a significant role for them in terms of um, reducing their overall capital expenditures. It can help them reduce the time to get a facility up and running and just in general provide them greater flexibility. So, you know, again, that speaks to some of the overall goals of the industry and what our customers are trying to achieve. So I think single use can play quite quite significantly in this area. So even more broadly, will the next generation bioprocessing manufacturing mode also be applicable and adopted by adjacent markets like vaccines and biosimilars, et cetera? So I think that's a very good possibility. I think that the the goals and objectives in in those adjacent areas are very much in line with what producers of monoclonal antibodies are looking at. And so a very real opportunity there to help customers who are making vaccines or who are looking at biosimilars who have extreme cost pressures in that particular uh, area of the market. These technologies can also be very much applicable in those areas as well and can help, help customers in those areas. Well, Mary Lee, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, obviously, this is an up-and-coming technology generating a lot of interest, and you gave an extremely informative and broad-based view of what it is and what it can do with where it might be going. So thank you so much for uh, talking to us today. Thank you, John.